Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOpen.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with us today. Today we have with us a very special guest. We have with us today Ms. Wendy Pasilico. She is an athlete, a mom, and now she is also a coach who is helping to guide people, helping them to hold space to find who they truly are and where they're truly passionate. And so I can't wait to talk to her today to hear her story of how she became uh, someone who I consider a light worker because she's helping others to find their passion. Going from a star athlete to then mom to all of that is just amazing. So I can't wait to hear the story. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Wendy. Thanks, Melissa. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to hear your story because I know that you have quite a journey. You started out as a star athlete and then you wanted to become a mom. And so you kind of went through um, infertility and a struggle with that. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did you go from someone who is a star athlete wanting to become a mother and then completely shifting what you do into helping others really live their best lives? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, I was an athlete up to the end of college, so I played Division One lacrosse, so I didn't even play um, golf at that time. Um, and then in my 20s, I kind of, I was doing what I was supposed to do. Um, you know, I didn't really feel I was, the path I took was education, which I love to teach, but I just, I thought that was my only path. Um, that was all I was capable. So I kind of, before I even did, did professional sports, um, which was, I took up when I was at 28, 29, I kind of was doing like the path I was supposed to do rather than finding the thing that ignited me. Um, so really the thirties is when I actually was playing professional sports, not in my twenties. So in, in the thirties, I took up for seven years, I went after the passion of fulfilling a career in golf and being a professional athlete. And I learned so much in that journey. Um, and then, you know, as a woman, I also had a passion around having a family. And I found myself at the age of 40, still single. And everybody around me was having babies and um, had gotten married. And here I was after fulfilling this passion of sports I kind of was late to the game and I I couldn't risk not having a baby on my own. So that at age 40, I kind of pursued that. I kind of, I did pursue that. And I can tell a story um, that ignited me because uh, I always talked it. I talked, oh, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to do this on my own for probably a couple of years late in my 30s. And it wasn't until um, my brother had uh, his first kid and she was five weeks old and she was diagnosed with cancer in the kidney. Mm -hmm. And here I was holding this um, baby that was fighting for her life and I was 40 and I remember thinking, what am I waiting for? Like, why am I waiting? And so it was that that really ignited me to not wait for the guy or wait for anybody, just go after what my instinct was telling me is you know, have a baby on my own. So on top of trying to have a baby on my own, I also had infertility issues. So um, it's really taking on that mindset when you're doing something that like is outside the box. And most people around me, even they love me, didn't believe in me, uh, more worried for me, can she do this? Um, so it's really that mindset of, even when I took up golf at the age of 28, 29, 
the same mindset into having a baby on my own um, really allowed me to go in uh, a direction, even though I didn't really have the answers at the moment. And it ignited something in me. And I'll ne I mean, the things I've learned by doing both golf and having a baby on my own has allowed me to do the work I do because I took risks that I guess um, went outside the norm of what the, the society does, even though it looks the, looks simple. It's not simple when you're doing it on your own. So um, that's where I came strong in the mindset is like, I think the mindset is everything. We're not taught that we're taught the craft. We're taught to build our bodies, but we forget to focus on the mind. Yeah, it's super important because so many of us get trapped in fear of not wanting to change, not wanting to take that risk because we don't know what's waiting on the other side of that. Is that something that you're helping people when you coach them to work through maybe the fears that keep them stuck? Of course, I think the thing I work on the most when I first start working someone with someone is really getting clear on their ethos. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if you have children, but I have a nine year old and I see her passion that comes out of her only. And I'm Miss Athlete and here I have a nine year old that is Miss Theater acting. And it's my job to help her keep that light. Um, and sometimes in life, I, if your listeners that resonate with this, it's like I got drawn away from that igniting thing that I was born with. So what I do with my clients is bring them back to that essence that's already inside of them that has the answers that they're looking for. And when I talk about their ethos or their essence, it's really getting clear with those things that ignite them, those things that draw that they're drawn to, but maybe scares them. Um, so we really get clear on first before we take action is like, what are those things? Who are the people they're drawn to? What is their life philosophy? And really get clear on that that allows them to then face that fear, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And do you find when you have people who come to you, do they have a difficult time at first even knowing what makes them passionate or what ignites their souls? Yeah, because I think um, a lot of people, including myself, have gone down a road. Sometimes we take a road that we think is right or might have been right at the moment. And then something, you know, either we grow out of it or something else ignites something in us that doesn't align with what we're doing. I.e., I was teaching, you know, um, I was teaching Harlem. I had my master's like it looked good on paper, but I kind of felt flat at the age of 28. I just nothing was igniting me, even though I, I had a great career and I, I was doing good things in the world. And then there was something flat. And then this golf and in, in this golf opportunity, oh, it wasn't even an opportunity. It was one day two guys told me I had talent and something ignited me inside of me to say, go down this path. And I had no clue what I was doing. Um, but I think that is what people, I think it's, we're so distracted in the world today. You know, we have so many things pulling at us that we can kind of um, almost not hear the thing that is speaking to us inside of us. Mm -hmm. So I think if that's your, what you're asking, I, I think a lot of my clients or people that I see when they're, they're unfulfilled or they're looking for something, it's hard 
because they don't have the space to allow or or taking the time to really look within. So And I think that, yeah, what do you yeah. tell, like, what advice would you give to somebody who's maybe out there listening and is like, my life feels flat, like, I'm not passionate about where I work or what I'm doing, or, and they just feel like maybe they've lost that spark. Yeah, I think the biggest thing you can do to me is going back into events in your life in the past, like, think about what has ignited you? What do you love to do? Who are the people you love to be around? Um, and going back to stories, where did you stand? Like what made you stand for things? And think of stories in your past that has um, that you can learn from. Because I, I, I think even when as an athlete, there's a lot of athletes that go, even including myself, like at 36, I re retired and, and I started teaching the golf game, but I wasn't playing. But I, you know, if we, if I don't go back to the things I've learned, I don't take that on forward into the things that I, I desire. So I think learning from your past stories is huge and asking good questions. What, what, what inspires me? Why, why do I, when I was a kid, what did I love? What hobbies would I like to learn? I think sometimes we're not asking ourselves enough questions to get curious about who we are. Um, so it's a lot of questions and a lot of going back and doing like the inner work that's hard, that, yeah. that needs space. And, and you really have to get honest with yourself. That's really hard for a lot of people to do is, and I think because it requires, you know, vulnerability to look at yourself and, and say, and I think that's scary too, for people to look at themselves and say, I'm not happy with what I'm doing, because then that means I have to start all over. That's where a lot of people think. And so how do you work through that? Yeah, again, it goes back to just starting with that ethos of yourself. I really work hard on helping people find their own personal philosophy, um, which takes time. It's, it's, it's unwinding your thinking because we are monkey minds that attract we all have limited thinking, but then we have to decide which thoughts are empowering us and which are bringing our energy down. Um, but it all stems from that ethos, your personal philosophy. So for instance, um, you know, we all can say what we do, you know, very easy. Like, what do you do? That's the first conversation piece. If, if you meet someone like, oh, what do you do? Like, I want to know, like, what makes you tick? Like, what makes you come alive? And some people, you know, have gone so far off their essence of the things that drive them that it's hard. It's a hard question. It's a hard thing to answer. Mm -hmm. So it's again, like looking at taking time. It goes back to finding a coach, finding a book that resonates with you, finding a podcast that like makes you start to think differently. Um, it, it's really being clean with what are what are the things that are empowering your life in your day, not even life, like in your day and what are the things are draining you? Just as simple as that can start to unwind, like help you get either find a coach or find a podcast that helps give, give you good feelings. Um, I, th I, I think we're so distracted. It's hard to even get ourselves thinking in a way that makes us feel good. Yeah. Um, so 
So if you're listening to me, it's if if you're not ready for a coach yet and you're not you're not there yet, which is we all get we all are can get in a stuck thinking way. Um, just even start with like, what kind of intention do I want to like if when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, who do I want to be? And just think of one word, even if it's a one word thing, be more intentional about who you want to be in that day. Just a simple thing like that. Who do I want to connect to today in a deeper way? How can I do that? And asking those questions before our day gets carried away. So I have a be intentional challenge where we really have like six simple questions to start your day off. And then at the end of the day, you're reflecting. Did I do that? What did I learn from today? What could I have done better? I mean, I used to do this with golf. I mean, just simple start the day off who I want to be check in how did i do how would i change tomorrow so i mean from a, from a basic level from someone just learning like curious start with the morning and ask the question who do i want to be and just one question i want to be more courageous okay how do you do that even if it's one thing maybe it's being vulnerable and making a phone call to a coach maybe it's just you know touching friend touching base with a with someone and I have to clear like a relationship that I haven't done, I've been putting off, you know? Um, so just making life a little more simple than like grandiose big changes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I truly believe that's the best way to do it because when we try to do everything all at once, we kind of get overwhelmed and doing the little things at a time, you can see success with that. Like, Oh, I said, I wanted to be courageous today. And for me, that meant, I called someone up and invited them to go do something and I wasn't afraid they would say no. That's like, might be a little thing, but it's, it adds up when you continue every day to try to do one thing, you know, that yeah. works towards that. So I love that piece of advice. And celebrating, like yeah. celebrating that win. I think yeah. we are just doer. We're constantly doing, doing, doing. We're not even like taking in what we do well. Yeah, uh, it's very it's very like golf, as they say, is a parallel to life. I mean, there was a guy who uh, who was doing a study and he sat on the 18th hole and he said um, he was asking people how to have the round go. And he was kind of researching and everybody that was an adult went right to the negative hole or the negative this. And any kid that came out was like, oh, my God, I hit the best shot, even though I went in the water, I hit it so far. So it's funny as kids, we see the, even as my nine-year-old, you see how they see the world so bright. Mm -hmm. And then somehow as adults, we get in this habit of just going through the motions and, you know, only seeing the things that like um, don't empower us instead of there's so many things in the day we can be grateful for or that we have small wins. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, you know, I talked about that in my book that you have to celebrate all of the wins, no matter how small they are, and they can be very, very minute things. But I think that a lot of times too, people have so many conditions put on them by society that it makes it really hard for them to know who they should be because they're always trying to live up to some expectation that's been put on them, whether it was their parents or what they saw in society or their teachers or whatever. And so I think a lot of people, the very first thing that they need to work on is shedding those expectations. 
And that goes back to exactly your ethos. It's like, what do you value? What are values that you took on that you don't believe anymore? And getting clean on that and understanding like, oh, I don't really, even though my parents believe that, like, I don't want, I actually don't want to do that. Or, and, and, and exactly what you're saying um, is, is part of figuring out who that ethos is because yeah. you have, you are, you have an essence you're born with and things that you stand for that is within you. And you have to kind of, that's where the, the writing comes in. If you don't take that time to like acknowledge um, the stuff you don't want to do because your parents told you to, like I went to college just because everybody went to college, you know, I, I and then it's like, I'm out of college. Okay. I got to find a job. And, and there's something I, I watch even like I have a niece who's 27 and I watched the time that she left college and how, um, you know, adults around her are kind of pushing what they think she should do instead of really embracing and asking, hey, what do you think is best for you in this moment? You know, only you have the, like, I don't, even when I'm coaching, I don't have anybody's answers. I'm just trying to stir the pot to get your own, own essence of speaking what's right for you. Um, so that's part of the searching, right? Like the values. Yeah. And it's so hard because especially I think people who have grown up in a certain like religion or tradition and culture, when you have to find your own identity away from what yeah. you were raised with, that that's really difficult because a lot of people, they fear it or there's some sort of guilt about walking away from what they've known their whole lives. But I know for myself growing up in a certain religion, as I got older, that didn't feel right anymore. It didn't fit who I was or what I believed or what I thought was true. So I had to walk away. And that's been really difficult because you still have family members who are in those religions who, you know, still heavily believe those ideals that now you don't believe in anymore and you think that doesn't really fit for me. And so I think that's an example of why people find it so hard to really seek out who they truly are. Yeah, I mean, and society, like our our news, it's, it's like our me social media, all this stuff is put on us where it's hard to stand up because the the way the the world is working just go get along just go go with it go with the flow and you know it's not like you i you know there's some people that like want to make a point like i stand over here i think it's really finding the essence in you like i i really think society tries to like help us but they're not <laughs> they're helping us be more part um watching things and just they tell us how to be and if you listen if you watch like social um even media or whatever it's usually negative there's nothing really watch what you're absorbing and is this do i really want to watch the news that doesn't make me feel good i i don't personally i don't watch a lot of news because i want to be ignited and i'm going to listen to things like your podcast that's going to help me feel good and and get me to think the things that that allow me to be empowered. And sometimes I feel like most things that are put on us, news and stuff like that, it's it's help, it's kind of with the mission to direct us in a certain way. And you yeah. really have to think about, is this 
who I want to be or how I want to think, or do I agree with this? Um, and, and having good questions around those things is important. I'm not saying it's not good to learn it, but you don't have to absorb everything that, that is thrown at us. Right. And yeah. I believe that too, because just like what you're feeding your body, what you eat, what you're taking on is also affecting you and it's energetically and just mentally and emotionally because when you see something you don't like you have an emotional reaction to that and that drains you a little bit when you see it so it's important to filter that as well as all of the things that you consume as far as like nutrients you know 100 percent. i mean it goes you know we all want to be told like what to eat and all these this this diet works and this diet works, like we're all unique. And how do you keep listening to what your body and your mind and your soul is telling you? So it comes to food, it comes to like even working out. I love to go to the gym, but my body is now saying I'm, I'm older, I need something different. So like I have to listen to that, even though the world tells me like you have to do this. Yeah. Um, so it's it keep going back to like what resonates with me to be my best self, um, food, movement, um, nature, humans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all so, are huge, right? Yeah, it, it really, really is. And so, tell us a little bit about your coaching services and all of the things that you're doing. How are you out there helping people? Yeah, so my business is called Live Your June. Um, it's taken, I, I've probably been in the industry six or seven years in the coaching industry, um, but I, I always think I, I was teaching golf for 10 years and I, although it was golf, I was always teaching the individual and I've always been doing probably what I'm doing, but I'm more intentional about it. Um, so it's called Live Your June and really I'm helping people connect to that essence, as I said, their uniqueness, um, but also being clear with like those influencers of past generations, um, which for me is my dad. Um, his name was Joe Jr. And he, we called him the June. And so you're taking influences of past influencers. It could be like a celebrity. It could be someone that you like inspired, uh, like inspires you that's dead or alive and taking those values into your own essence and uniqueness. And then so you leave your bold imprint for future generations. And my daughter's name is Josie June. So my passion is leaving my best imprint for her and future generations. Um, so I just help people really connect to who they are, create a mindset that allows to support that. And the next deeper thing is really getting in the being part of it. Like, how do you stay not so much in the doing, but being that person and creating space to learn about yourself, to evolve into the next version, best version of yourself. I mean, I'm really, space is huge and stillness is huge because that's where we get our wisdom, as you know. So that's what I do. And it's, and it's an evolution. Like we're constantly, like life isn't, you don't fix it and you're done. You're constantly working on yourself. Things change, you know, like I've moved, I've had a, a breakup of a relationship. Someone dies, we get, lose a job or we change. We're all, we're all evolving and we're constantly, um, I feel like 
we need to make sure we have the right people that help us to evolve into our next best version. Um, whether it's a coach or someone that you know is in your tribe, you want to say. Um, but so that's what I do. So Live Your June is that. And I have small groups. I coach individually. And um, I'm going to, I'm starting a podcast in the month. Um, but so we are, yes, yeah, so that's what we do. We're just putting out a course called um, Ethos Born This Way. And it's kind of gets you warmed up to getting into that um, learning about yourself so you can create a mindset to support that vision that you're looking for. But yeah. And you said you had a challenge earlier. Is that still going on? Something that people can take part in? No, I haven't. Yes, it's, it's out there. It's called Be Intentional Challenge. Uh, it's a seven day um, around basically my framework of what I work with. We have five elements. Uh, ethos is one of them. It's the core of what you do, core of our existence. And then we work on physicality. We work on moxie, like the grit as an athlete, like how do you stretch yourself? How do you push your edge? And then we work on the being part, the stillness part. And then there's the variables, which is eating, like the basics of the foundation of your everyday life. Like those affect how we operate. So you're, you're breathing well, you're, you're um, sleeping well, you're eating well, um, you're nourishing well, moving well, and thinking well. So we, we work on all that stuff, but it's, it's, it's constantly evolution. It's really the combination of like your ethos, the mindset, and starting to learn about the stillness. So you get that wisdom. So that's what we do. And we, um, the, the Be Intentional is seven days and it's out there if you have anybody that wants to learn more about it they can text me email me on instagram and what is the best way for someone to follow you if they uh, wanted to learn more about your programs or they just wanted to see what you're up to what's the best way so we're on instagram um my personal instagram has some of our content but we also have my channel live your june so my personal is Wendy Post Silico. Um, they can email me at Wendy at Live Your June. And um, my website is liveyourjune.com. We're also, yeah, so that's the best way. I mean, we're on LinkedIn, but Instagram is probably the best way to DM me or you can email me at Wendy at Live Your June. Awesome. And we're going to have the links in the show notes too. So if anyone wants to go and check you out, they can just go there as well. Now, I wonder if you will humor me because I had a just a download that my guides wanted me to pull a couple of cards for the collective today. And so um, I thought that I would do that. And if they resonate with you and if with any of the collective out there, I thought we could give you some messages for some guidance for the upcoming week, if that's OK with you. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So the deck I'm going to use is the Angels of Abundance deck by Doreen and Grant Virtue. So we're going to see what the universe wants the collective to know for the upcoming week. Whoops, Ooh, that one flew out. All right. So the first card that came out is employment change. Your career path is leading you in a higher direction with positive changes to support your dreams, priorities, passions, and life purpose. 
Trust that these changes will help you release the old and welcome the new. You are being supported each step of the way. And I truly feel like this message for some of you that are out there may not be that you're necessarily moving away from the current job you have, but you're being asked to step into higher positions in that job. So be open to putting yourself out there and taking on higher roles and really taking on leadership positions. And then the second card that came out is release jealousy. Jealousy is an affirmation that you don't have something and the universe manifests exactly as you affirm. Let other people's successes inspire you rather than frustrate you. If they can have it, so can you. And I love that card because that is all about knowing that the universe is abundant and infinite and there are no limits. So there's no reason to be jealous. We all can achieve anything we want to if we are just open to receiving. And I love that. I love it. <laughs> you know, it just both those hit home with me. So thanks for <laughs> bringing those up yes maybe the universe wanted you to have that message and i'm sure it probably resonated with other people out there too i always say if it resonates great if it doesn't just leave it but it's always a good reminder to focus on what we want and to know that we can have it we can have anything we just have to you know believe and not be afraid to go after what comes our way. So I love that. Thank you so much for letting me pull those cards for you. No, those are awesome. It really hit me. One of the the one about the wanting the jealousy. Not that I think I'm jealous, but but sometimes we want something and it's not happening and we're missing what's supposed to come. Right. So exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so I th think um it's very easy to just focus only on the thing that we want and we're not getting it and then we're going against the energy that's supposed to come to us we're not open to it so yeah because then we have the resistance to it instead of just being in the flow and just allowing what's supposed to come in i love it great great advice great pulled cards yeah. <laughs> thank you and i want to thank you so much for being here with us today too and for taking the time and sharing your wisdom and knowledge with us it was a great conversation and i thoroughly enjoyed it so thank you for so much for being here thanks melissa it's a joy I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think might benefit. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer and you can purchase from my website. If you want to follow Wendy, all of her links will be in the show notes. I encourage you to go check that out. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.